0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Janella Show. I'm your host, Mike, obviously. This is my 99th podcast episode. Hopefully, won't be my last. Uh, it is the last one, though, before number 100. Can't believe we're going to hit that milestone, but we'll talk about that. ...when we get to the 100th episode. In the meantime, for this episode, she hosts with me... ...well, not all the time at the same time... ...but uh, we are hosts at Reward the Fan. It's a live trivia game show app... ...where you answer trivia questions... ...and win free tickets to live events. But she's also a... Game day in arena host for the Long Island Nets. So if you go to a Long Island Nets game, you'll see her roaming the court and doing stuff on the big screen. Also, she fills in for uh, the Brooklyn Nets and A-10 tournament, a bunch of other events at Barclays Center as well. It's Allie Melendez. So we talked to Ali, uh, or I talked to Allie, about a lot of different stuff, what uh, that kind of job is like, what that life is like, how you balance all those different things, what it was like growing up on Long Island and living there, the biggest misconceptions of, of that part of uh, the country and the city here and it's a lot of fun uh, in the meantime quick plugs for my social media if you're new here i'm at mike janella on all social media and if it's your first time listening to the podcast if you're here to check out Ali, uh why don't you download and subscribe and throw a rating and a review because we're about to have our 100th episode spectacular coming up uh, very soon so we'd love to have you be part of that but alas it's now time for Ali melendez Welcome to Reward the Fan. No, no, it's not Reward the Fan, even though two of their hosts are talking on the line. No, this is the Mike Janela Show, and it's our guest, Allie Melendez. Allie, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Woo-woo! Gotta love Reward the Fan. Shout out to, as you called her before, our mother hen, Gabby. Yeah, we're chatting
0: off the air uh, at the Daily Gavs. Make sure you follow her on social media. She keeps Allie and me in line whenever we're working and hosting for her. Uh, And also download the Reward the Fan app, the only place where you can get tickets to live events by playing trivia. So have fun with that. Your
1: favorite live events. Uh, Your favorite live events, yeah. Yeah. And the
0: best ones. So check that out, guys. Um, Allie, what is happening? Uh, I told everyone at the top of the show a little bit about you. And we'll get to all that stuff about hosting at Reward the Fan and the Nets. And Long Island and all that kind of stuff, but I like to start uh, every episode the same way with every guest, getting off on the right foot, on a happy foot, so I ask this very question, what is the best thing to happen to you in the past week?
1: All right, Mike, well, I think both my feet are unhappy right now, Um, because as I told you before we started recording, I actually took my lazy ass to the gym this morning, and okay, you know what? You know what? It's not lazy. It's just it's a little tired sometimes. You know what I mean? Like we work late nights with what we do. Sometimes we, whatever, we're all over the place doing different hosting events. So I actually got up early. I made it a point to go to the gym to move my body. So I feel great about it, except, all right. So the thing was, I'd never been to a step class before, and I think that's what they did in the 80s. I'm, like, pretty certain I could envision everyone in neon while we were there. Um, <laughs> leg
0: warmers, too, and everything. <laughs> Olivia Newton's I was like, John oh, Kyle. I got my
1: leg warmers. I got my leotard on. Like, who else is going to kill it with me? But I was the only one. So, anyway. Then, uh, you know, I go there. I'm doing my thing. I'm feeling good. I'm looking around, and uh, everyone is is definitely – A lot older than I am and absolutely kicking my ass, Mike. I I was mortified because I should be able to keep up with them. But you know what? I respect them. I respect myself for going to the gym and just doing it. And uh, if I could move tomorrow, I'll be back again to join my new elderly friends all right, so, i feel like we should
0: go. check in on you tomorrow i have like a live stream cam of you going for day two in a row with all uh you know the 70 year old beatresses and <laughs> and ruth's and all them that are that are getting it done in the middle of the day at the gym
1: <laughs> you know what you check in with me then if i'm all alive right. i'll answer the phone <laughs> find her
0: yeah find her on social media uh keep up with that <gasps> um sweet so nice job and i think you've inspired me to go to the gym later today i don't think i was going to oh, but good. now i feel like i have to so you're paying it forward Cool. So that's the best thing that happened to you this week. But let's talk about your life uh, in general, uh, Allie. You are, let's start with the Nets stuff. Um, Because I think a lot of people, maybe they haven't played our amazing app, so they don't really know what uh, the game is all about. But everyone, or almost everyone, I'm sure listening, has been to a sporting event at some point in their life. And so many of these places have people like you that are, you know, on the big screen between in timeouts or between innings or at halftime and talking to people in the stands and doing different kind of stuff. So I think most people get. The idea of what you do with every team, every arena, every stadium is a little bit different. So, tell us what it is that uh, your gig is with the Nets, how you got it, you know, all that. I want to know everything. So, wherever you want to start, go for it. Oh,
1: everything. Woo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Z. All right, we'll take it back for a little. So, I grew up with track and field. I love running. I love cardio, which is why... I'm going to try again at the step class in the future. But anyway, back to the point (laughs) that um, I never played, um, you know, basketball. I never really played football. I grew up in a house with three girls. So I never was into that, those type of rugged sports until I met my boyfriend in college. And he kind of opened my horizons to learning about, you know, baseball more and basketball more, watching the games more in depth. And it really, like, opened up my interest to sports. So when I was studying, you know, Reporting, broadcasting, and all that good stuff in college. I was like, well, how can I do this and jump into the sports world? So I did, motherfucker. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, I actually did find the job through LinkedIn. And it was the first season that the Long Island Nets were going to um, Nassau Coliseum, NYCB Live. So they had just started in 2016. They actually played one season at the Barclays Center where they had an on and off again, like, in-game host. But it was just someone who kind of worked for the Brooklyn Nets who offered his help from time to time. So they didn't really have their own people yet. You know what I mean? We're just still building. So then they jumped over to Nassau Coliseum. Totally rebranding, totally rebuilding, and uh, I got in early. I auditioned. I told them, this is it. Don't look no any further. I have what it takes, and they were like, all right. I was like, really? <laughs>
0: that <laughs> worked? That worked?
1: <laughs> they were like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, we want to hire you. I was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so um, it worked great in my favor. I love the people that I work with, and I love what I do. I mean, I'm standing in front of a crowd of thousands of people, I totally vibe off their energy. Like, when I'm in a crowd and there's more people, I feel like I do better at my job. So Mm -hmm. I perform better. I have higher energy, you know. So I absolutely love it. And basically what I do is introduce the rundown of the game so before the game starts i'll be like hey we're airing on this network this is our you know whatever number game uh we're playing against this team here's what to expect you know entertainment wise halftime, all that good stuff so i do like a little list and then during the timeouts and the quarter breaks i'll go out there on the court and they'll either be you know different contests or prizes or trivia question you know i'm, I'm all about the trivia <laughs> the
0: no president. matter what you do yeah <laughs>
1: Gotta get my trivia in there. So uh, ask a lot of trivia questions too about, you know, the Nets players and all that good stuff. Um, And then, so I did that. And then I uh, started going to some Brooklyn Nets games to shadow their in-game host because she's been there for a couple of years now. She's absolutely amazing, and she's become a good friend of mine, Allie Love. She's also a Peloton instructor, and she's a killer body, but that's another point. Yeah, so. You know, I,
0: I got to <laughs> say, I forgot to say that at the top of the show. That's what inspired me to talk to you because I saw the New York Times did like a, a day in her Sunday in her life or something yeah, profile a couple awesome. weeks ago. And she had so much stuff. And I was like, hey, I know a Nets host too, so I wanted to talk to you about this. <laughs> So tell Allie the other Allie. I say hi. And um, do you Absolutely. have to be named? Do you have to be named Allie to be a host for the Nets? Is that a requirement?
1: So that might be a requirement, an unsaid requirement, because the girl who hosted before Allie Love it was named Allie. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking if I, you know, one day, if she decides maybe it's too much for her, she wants to pick up something else. If I slide into that role, there will be an easy transition because everyone's just named (laughs) Ali. Yeah, it's
0: perfect. They're like set up for a dynasty. It's amazing.
1: I'm like, thanks, mom. You really set me up for success here without even knowing.
0: I know. So So uh... many years in the making and they nailed it with the name. So, so what's the typical, so you give me the little bit of the responsibilities of all that you do. So what's for your, for that job, what typical day, typical week, like how many games are there? When do you have to show up? How late are you there afterward? What are you doing like during the games? Give me sort of a, a peek into what a typical day is like for you on a game day.
1: Yeah, totally. So we have um, half as many uh, games in the G League as we do in the regular NBA. So I only have 24 total home games. Um, Whereas, you know, it's doubled in regular NBA home games. So Allie Love is at Barclays a lot more than I am doing the uh, Long Island Nets. But when I'm there, we have an two hours before every game we'll have a meeting so a group meeting we'll go over what to expect what to do with the fans you know what games we want to do with the uh, fans and all that good stuff and we get dinner which is awesome I love it oh and, food's uh, always fun and I'm kind of bougie because I get my own dressing room so it's definitely it is bougie yeah it's definitely a nice perk my name's on the door I mean listen it's a uh, it's getting girl you bit. girl, you so made cool. it <laughs> I kind of made it, you know what I mean? Except one security guard, like, he was just hired, and he was like, hey, I don't know who you are. And then another security <laughs> guard was like, that's Ali Melendez. And I was like, okay, guys, guys, it's really fine. I'll show you my ID. It's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not a big deal. I remember the, so the I best like, story, cool. I think it was last year at Wimbledon in the U.S. Open, Roger Federer got stopped by a security guard no. in the locker room. And he's like, we need to see your badge, sir. And if even Roger Federer oh, can get no. stopped for security, like, you and I have no problem showing our ID if necessary.
1: Jeez. I'm like, please, please, I'll show you whatever. Just let me work here. I'm It's in the meeting. So, yeah, it's all good. And then I do my makeup and hair usually there because I have some time to chill, go over my script for that night, uh, memorize, you know, everything. The games, we just switch on and off. So those I have memorized, you know, because they're the same basically every season. Um, And, yeah, then I do my thing. And I hope that everyone has a good time because that's part of my fun, too, in my job. So that's it. And I get to go to Brooklyn Nets games, too. Like I said, I actually hosted two Brooklyn Nets games um, this season, which was awesome. So I'm sort of like the backup host for when Allie Love isn't available. Yeah, I was curious. I'm going to ask
0: that later. Are you sort of just in the Barclays family now? Is that just – because you do like A-10 tournament stuff too, so they just like pluck you whenever they can use you? How does that work?
1: You know what? It's. Uh, I think Allie Love actually hosted A10 last year, but she's, she's just becoming so much busier with her schedule and everything she's doing. She's an entrepreneur. And uh, they were just like, well, she's not available, so let's go for Allie number two, <laughs> the lower Allie. <laughs> and I was like, I'm available because I'm freelance and I'm always free. So basically, that's how that happened. And um, the people that I work with at Long Island Nets, a lot of them also do the Brooklyn Nets games so we kind of overlap with the same family which is awesome Um, so yeah so I knew a lot of them and then they also worked uh, a lot of the same people worked for A10 as well so it's kind of the same group of people handling all the things that go on involving the Nets or like basketball games at Barclays so uh, yeah so I get very I'm very familiar with everybody who works for
0: both. What are the differences between the two? Like if you're working a Long Island Nets game versus a Brooklyn Nets game, I'm sure crowd size is different, but is, are there differences between the two? What's, you know, is it, does it feel like you're doing a different job?
1: It does kind of feel like I'm doing a different job because the Long Island Nets, although we have our, you know, our family and the set fans that come to every game, Brooklyn Nets have just been established for much longer, so they have a, a real structured fan base, and especially since they're killing it this season in particular. Like, a lot of the same people will come and recognize me, and it's it's awesome, and I feel like I need to make sure that they're really having a great time. Because, like, the Long Island Nets, I kind of grew with them. The Brooklyn Nets, I'm kind of being thrown into something that people already know. So it's definitely a little bit more uh, more pressure, I guess, to – really give it my all and give them the best show ever for the Brooklyn Nets just because I'm the new one there. They're not. So, you know, I want to make sure that everyone's happy regardless of what job I'm doing, but especially for Brooklyn Nets, the energy just has to be 110%. And also they have a girls dance team. We don't have that at the Long Island Nets. So we uh, rely on team hype and my voice and like whatever to do a lot more of the energy bringing and whatever all that good stuff for the long island nets so who needs a a team of whole
0: dancers when you have one ali melendez that's the conversion Uh, rate except nobody
1: wants to see me dance uh unless i have a drink but that's not professional yeah no they don't let us do
0: that whenever we work uh unfortunately (laughs) in some cases uh let's let's talk uh, about the fans because i've worked you know g league it's a developmental league i've worked in like minor league baseball mm -hmm. before and The fans are great because they're passionate and they are there and they get to know you and vice versa so how much fan interaction do you have you mentioned some people like know you are you shouting out the same people all the time do you get like high fives in the concourse uh what's that fan uh (laughs) fan interaction like for for someone like you
1: it's awesome i do get the same people who come up to me i've learned people's names family names i'm like oh hey up you know dawn and ricky and whatever and I'm like it's it is the same people um coming we also have you know our newcomers and the people have never experienced a glee game before so i obviously try to have as many people in the contest and stuff that haven't been in it before but we have a lot of the same people who come and they're always dressed up in their long island net stuff and they you know, I always pick them for certain trivia things because I know that they know the team genuinely. So it's wonderful. I think it's it's a really – it's a small family, but we're growing really strong. And I, I, we're actually number one in the Eastern Conference right now. So Get em. we are we are doing wonderful as a G League team for sure.
0: Awesome. So those fans – And I
1: think s- our fans, yeah, our fans help it. with that too. So,
0: so those fans, the, the standard ones I'm sure are great. But you have to, I'm sure, got some crazy stories – Right, like the bachelor party <laughs> that comes to a game for a night, or the people that just aren't there for the basketball—they're just like have fun, get rowdy. Do you have oh, any crazy stories of some, some? Sometimes someone did something crazy live on the microphone with you, or I mean, there's got to be some good stories there, right?
1: Absolutely. So, okay, there's this group of teenage boys. Oh, I, I don't forgot know if teenagers. Yeah, those are—they're
0: like they terrorize. They love terrorizing anything oh, live and recorded.
1: God, and I'm just like doing my thing, and they're like, Allie, Ali, Ali." And I'm just ignoring them, ignoring them. You know, I have, like, not, like, security with me, but everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm literally fine. Like, it's like <laughs> whatever. It's teenage boys. Like, what are you going to do? So they're screaming, yelling. I do all this stuff. I'm, like, walking past them to, you know, avoid them and whatever. And then at one point, someone, like, threw a piece of food, like, down to get my attention. Oh, jeez. I swear to God, Mike, from one instant, I was like, smiling happy i go get him out of here <laughs> oh, <you laughs> he like, the switch. oh and then the security literally was like do you want me to and i was like if you do that again if you interject with this game if you are rude to you know me or the security guards like i will get you out of here as if i had that power but i swear to god i don't i, I don't even know if i <laughs> well, do, don't say I would that everyone's like, gonna know that now, like, not to be afraid i wouldn't of because I wouldn't threaten anyone, honestly. And I was just like, I will get you out of here. And he was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, and I was like, it's fine. It's okay. Just like, control yourself. You're in a family setting, whatever. And I was like, don't throw anything again. <laughs> I felt like such a mom. You have no idea. But, um, but after that, I actually got a bunch of DMs from teenage boys who I guess were them. And they were like, I'm so sorry. My boy was like, you know, he was just got excited. I'm like, it's fine, guys. See you next
0: time. <laughs> All right. Well, at so. least there are the, always the nice guys in the group that do have to apologize for, like, the one jerk friend they have. So I suppose yeah. it's nice that they actually at least reached out to you. So what's your advice if it, for fans that behave well in those situations or fans that want to get featured in these kind of a big screen or jumbotron, you know, events or contests? How do they get noticed in, in a good way? What would you say are your yes. tips
1: for that? Okay. So we actually do choose people in our gear. And I know Brooklyn Nets does that as well. So if you have, you know, the more Nets stuff you have on or whatever team you're rooting for, the more you have on, the more um, it looks like you're a fan, then the more likely we're going to choose you to be on the court for a contest. Or, of course, we want, you know, it to look like you're a fan. So if you actually are a fan and you're dressed that make, like one, we sense. are going to choose you. Because um, for the G League, there's no real – like we don't choose a lot of the people beforehand, unless of course you know my little sister has a friend who maybe wants to be in a contest, and we'll try to get her in. Um, but you know, if we don't know anyone coming to the game and we're just choosing at random, it definitely helps to have the gear on. So,
0: all right, so wear as much merch and gear as you can, and just wear be super as energetic. much merch and gear.
1: As don't possible. throw hide any- your beer.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, hide your alcohol. Don't throw any food. And don't throw any food. We'll get you on the big screen.
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh, so h- how would you describe the fan base? Is there a connection to the Brooklyn Nets, or are they more there to see their Long Island Nets? Because it's always kind of weird when between de- developmental teams and, and sort of the big club. So do you think it's just a whole Nets family, or are they very distinct fan bases, you'd say?
1: Yeah, so it's a little bit... Of both. I have um, two couples that come every single game, but they're also VIP members, Um, you know, VIP season ticket holders to Brooklyn Nets. So they're both. So they're always at every Brooklyn Nets game. They're always at every Long Island Nets game. Wow. They wear gear to both. I mean, there's two couples that are just diehard fans, and I love it because I love that they're supporting the G League as much as they're supporting, you know, the regular Brooklyn Nets. And then there's another couple. That comes. Actually, it's the whole family that comes. Um, only to Long Island events, so they're at every single like Islanders game now. They're at every single, you know, Long Island Nets game. Um, of course, I follow them on Instagram because I know them by now, first name basis. So I'm like, I'm like, hey girl, enjoy the Islanders game, or can't wait to see you tonight at Long Island Nets. So it's funny because you'll get a little bit of a mix. But she said to me, she doesn't really, you know, in that particular family doesn't venture out to. Barclay Center to see the Brooklyn Nets, where because they feel like they could just get sort of the same uh, feel at Long Island Nets, so and they... for
0: a lot easier on the wallet too.
1: Oh <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but this uh, this isn't your full time thing. You have mentioned freelance before. We talked about how we both host at Reward the Fan. Um, so how do you balance everything? You know, for for doing these two things plus looking for other stuff. Uh, I'm sure it's got to be tough. Any tips for doing this all and keeping it all sort of on the straight and narrow?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm someone who needs structure. So for me, writing things down, a list of what I need to get done, but even, I don't call it OCD, but even sometimes certain times I need to, you know, I set myself deadlines as well. So I do a lot of freelance, like you mentioned. I actually am the executive producer of the show Alley Answers which is on Indie Music TV and basically I'll go with um an up and coming music musician or a music artist and I'll go like explore a part of Long Island or the city that millennials care about because that's my demographics so From there, it's completely on my own schedule when I want to shoot, who I want to hire for the shoot, when we want to push it out for production. So that's a big thing for me is I need to set deadlines. Otherwise, things won't get done, especially when you're freelancing and you have the time to really create your own schedule. It's important that you make sure that it's, you know, you treat it like any other job. So writing things down and really planning. I'm I'm a planner. So that's what I do. (laughs) I find it helps for me.
0: Yeah, everyone kind of makes fun of people that still use tactile stuff these days. It's all digital, but I it helps sometimes to get stuff down on paper. I have a
1: handheld planner, like a little schedule book that I carry everywhere with me. And Gabby will call me sometimes and be like, hey, you know, you need to switch jobs. and You need to switch shifts, I mean, uh, for Reward the Fan. Or you need to add this one date to your calendar. And I'm like, huh? hold on, let me go find my calendar. Yeah, <laughs> like, I you actually,
0: uh, you, you yelled like- at me last week because I had to request a shift, a switch of our shifts where I couldn't host one night to see if you could. And Gabby tells me, oh, Allie's going to whip out her book and it's going to be all, like, messed up now and she's going to be crossing out things and you're going to be in trouble. I'm like, oh, great, I didn't know that. But that's your thing, I guess.
1: Well, I have to tell you that the reason I could not take that shift over is because I'm going to see the Brooklyn Nets game. Oh, so. there you
0: go, Nice.
1: Yes, I got to go. So well, I'm excited they, about that. They got me Sorry, covered, so I you can enjoy the game. You can enjoy
0: that, the game yeah. guilt free uh, and not be worried about Perfect. leaving me out to dry. So don't it would have been
1: harping on me the whole night. So I know. Thank I God. know.
0: Uh shameless plug again, download reward the fan and play trivia with your favorite hosts, Mike and or Allie. Uh so what's uh so what's like the dream job then for you? Because you're still pretty early and young into your career and you're doing all this different stuff. Some music, some trivia, basketball, live, uh, right. app, all kinds of stuff. So like ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, what's what's the goal? Is there a goal or are you just kind of figuring it out as you go along?
1: Um, there's definitely a loose goal. Uh it's I'm I need to keep building. I'm like never I'm happy, obviously, with where I am, but I always want to reach for the next best thing. So I don't have a particular goal in mind, but if I could be, you know, on a major news network doing either, like, entertainment or – I'm not, like, too into, like um, hard hitting news. Just because most of it is negative. And yeah,
0: I never got I'm into like, that either. It's just not I'm for like me.
1: sensitive, and I don't know if I have the voice for that. I'm very like, woo, yeah, come on, guys, you know, <laughs> like whatever. It's like, hey, check out what's happening in
0: Syria today. Woo, let's yeah, go out to the. I don't front. Want to be like, yeah, not that's not good. And
1: now, you know, thank you very much, Mike, for that uh, murder news. Like, I'm just, I don't <laughs> know about that, but you know, I, as far as, um, yeah, maybe like a big entertainment, um, like in e-news type of thing. I'm not sure if I'm up to going to California, but something along those lines, or maybe I'll continue building, you know, my production and end up with a production company of some sort. So definitely in the field, or maybe I'll, you know, stick with sports and end up being the, the ESPN person. So, you know, I really don't know. That's why I have so many different outlets right now. I just want to get my feet wet in as many different aspects of this production job that I'm so interested in doing, so that I could see ultimately which one I want to stick with, or if I have to stick with one, or stick with all of them. I don't know. <laughs> you well, know, it's what like I mean?
0: getting a, it's like getting a beer flight, and you can taste five different things, and either keep that's doing that all, exactly. or just pick the one you like
1: the most. Right, exactly. So well, that's
0: it. Keep sipping, girl. Uh, good luck with everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always end the show with our two same segments with everybody. So now we're getting into that part of the program. Uh, the first one is called turn the tables. You don't have to participate, but if you'd like to, I like to share the shine here. So, uh, I could turn the tables and you can ask me any question you want. Again, you don't have to, but if you'd like to take the opportunity, I like to share. So, uh, go for it if you're interested.
1: Okay. yes, 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 yes. So... Of all the jobs and not including reward the fan, what is your favorite thing to do?
0: Of all my that jobs?
1: You yeah, you've got different freelance things too. I'm, I'm on your I'm on your podcast right now.
0: that's true. Well, the, uh, this isn't a job because <laughs> I actually lose money making this because it costs money to put it online. <laughs> I'm and nobody sorry, gives me let me reword.
1: Have all your passions?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. I was gonna say because I only have the one job. There's only one thing that people, someone pays me for uh, right now. Uh, no, I'm I'm kind of like you. I love um, I love making my own stuff. Uh, I do love being in front of the camera too. Uh, I love the attention. But uh, and I should probably see a psychiatrist about why it's such an important part of my life. Mm. But too, uh, all together. yeah, yeah, perfect. We'll get a <laughs> discount, uh, two the for one discount. Two for one. I
1: was just gonna say that.
0: Love it. But like. Um, and you could like, you know, I reward the family we do even that. I love going there. I love writing all my own scripts and doing, just mm-hmm. having that control. So I love being able to produce a lot of my videos where I'm, you know, buying all the supplies and I'm coordinating the shoot and I'm hosting it and scripting it and editing it and just doing everything from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of problems with uh, delegating too. I'm a very much mm-hmm. like, like to do everything myself kind of person. Um, the irony is, I really haven't done any of that lately because I've had. I just put a video out of my social uh, yesterday that I've had so much stuff going on. Uh, I was overseas for a friend's wedding. I just sold my house finally yeah. after a year. I'm oh moving. My God. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff. My brother's getting married this weekend, so it's just so much stuff. And when someone's not paying you to make something, you, it's easy to slack off, right? So I have been slacking off. 100%. So I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do this today. I got to go get my tux fitted or something. Yeah, um, So I say that it's a bit ironic that my biggest passion, the thing I love doing the most, is the thing I've been skirting uh, lately. But... Uh, it'll be back soon. There's going to be more stuff. So the podcast, I'm glad you were able to chat with me today. So I feel like I'm not uh, just being a complete lazy ass and actually doing stuff. Uh, so thanks for making me feel better about myself today. I really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> of course. You made me feel like I was so important that I went to one step class in my life. So hey, good.
0: we're here to help each other out. we got to look out for each other. That's, That's what we do. It. Um, well, great question. You should have your own podcast, maybe, because you can ask a lot more questions. It's really fun. Uh, but now <laughs> yeah. we go to the last segment of the show. It's the fun five. These are five quick and fun questions designed for you and you alone. Are you ready?
1: Ooh, I guess. Yeah, yeah here let's we go.
0: Um, you have some interaction, I'm sure, with a lot of the, the Long Island Nets players. Who is the funniest Long Island Net?
1: Ooh, uh, oh, God, this is a hard one. I have to say Mitchell Creek is pretty funny, uh, but Shannon Scott is quite a character. So maybe a toss-up between them, maybe Shannon Scott.
0: All right. Shannon got the nod. Uh, question number two. Uh, so they do all kinds of contests at these games, right, in the middle of the time, timeouts to entertain the crowd. I just thought of one. If I were to put you out there. So if I gave you one minute to make as many free throws <laughs> as possible, how many do you think you would make? <laughs>
1: Probably only two. <laughs> hey, all right. That's been with a lot of people. Two. You know what? I'm also in heels. So, nah, that's fair. let me tell you something. I strap myself on that court. And yes, I, there are words coming out of my mouth. There is energy that is coming out of my body. But all that is in my mind is do not fall. You got this. Keep walking. You got this. All right. The
0: <laughs> number one like job a... stay Sorry. on your feet.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, question number three. And you grew up on Long Island too, right? So you didn't just move out yeah. there for the job? Great. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people have their thoughts about Long Island. It's kind of like me and being from New Jersey, and everyone has their thoughts about the Jersey Shore or different parts of the state. Of course. What's the biggest misconception about Long Island?
1: Um, that we're all douchebags. We're actually not all <laughs> douchebags, and we're actually not all rich. Um, I do not. I did not grow up being rich. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Long Island, you have so much money." I'm like, "Um, I live with Where my mom." Where is it? Joe. Yeah. <laughs> So not really. So I think uh yeah, we're not all assholes and we're not all rich and maybe the rich assholes do live on Long Island, I'm sure they do. I've met a couple, but we're not we're not all bad people. So
0: <laughs> I can see yeah. the tourist posters now. Long Island not as douchey as it seems.
1: Uh, nice. Do she actually? And not as nice.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> kind of just right there in the middle. Um, question number four. Well, let's give Long Island some love. What's everyone knows about the Hamptons, right? That's all everyone talks about. But what's yeah. the best beach on Long Island? From a local, someone that knows the ends. If I'm gonna go to a beach somewhere this summer, where should I go?
1: You know what? Jones Beach, a lot of people say, you know, ah, oh, it's not that nice, or like it's too big, it's too overcrowded. Yeah, that's all kind of true. If you're not into huge oceans, then maybe Jones Beach isn't for you, but I personally am. I love oceans. I love swimming and you know sunbathing and all that stuff. Just my advice would be to go either earlier in the day, like a good 9 to 12, and a, or later in the day after 4 o'clock. Those are my favorite times to go to the beach. It's not that hot. You don't have the dicky teenagers blasting their rap music everywhere. Now, nothing against rap music. Absolutely love rap music. But, but everything against teenagers. Face, <laughs> but everything against teenagers. We used Any to be them too. Yeah, we know what it's face, like. When I'm just trying to read my book and chill, it's like, oh, man, that's, just, that's not my fun time. Like, yeah. my beach time is to relax, to get some sun, to go for a swim. So, yeah, I say Jones Beach is great if you like you know little bodies of water we also have the sound we have bays we have a lot of local beaches too which is awesome so you don't have to go big or go home you could go small and have a good time that's it love it and the last question of the fun five ali valendez are you
0: more a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll
1: Oh, one hundred and twenty-five percent rock and roll. <laughs> I love classic seventies. I'm absolutely obsessed with Queen. I'm absolutely obsessed with Aerosmith. Um, I love a good Led Zeppelin. So yeah, anything, anything uh, like that. I'm I'm definitely rock and roll.
0: <laughs> That's uh, that one. That one was a deep cut question for the reward the fan uh, fans who <laughs> may have seen a special collab episode. Between Allie it and makes myself. me
1: cringe, like, thinking about it sometimes. Like, definitely think about the promos. I cringe. But you know what? Respect. It's when me and you had an opportunity to work together, which we killed it. Crushed it. And, uh, yeah, and we got to talk about a little rock and roll country. That's it. Yeah,
0: but now you know. If you guys do run into Allie uh, at a Nets game and you want an icebreaker, something to talk to her about, classic rock, that's your that's go-to. It. So yes, rock with it. that.
1: Sweet. And not Allie. a lot of people know that, so I'm glad you got that answer out of me, actually. Yeah. So they... oh, see, <laughs> I
0: love unearthing new information about my guests. That's the that's when we have good pod, that's a good show. <laughs> um, sweet, Allie. Well, let everyone know if they can't make it out to a Long Island Nets game or if they forget to enable their push notifications to play Reward the Fan whenever it goes live. Of course. Uh, where else can they follow you on social or online? Uh, just plug whatever you want to plug.
1: Oh, sure. Allie.Melendez. Allie is spelled like ally because I am everybody's friend except for assholes. So, you know, if you want to follow me there, go for it. I'm on Instagram. I don't really do the Twitter atmosphere. I prefer Instagram. So find me there.
0: All right. Love it. Allie, thank you so much. And yeah, best of luck with the rest of the season. And I'm sure I'll be seeing you again uh, very soon over at the RTF Studios.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome.
0: All right, my pleasure. And uh, thanks also to Grapes, who's providing the outro music that you're hearing right now. One more shameless plug for myself, to follow me at Mike Janella on all social media and visit mikejanella.com for all previous episodes of the show. But thanks most of all to you guys for listening. I'll do even better next time. See ya!